Welcome to The Authentic Girls Club. We are Charlotte and Kat and we have spent the last few years lifting the lid on our lives. We decided to stop waiting for things to change and instead be that change with all of our hearts. In that decision, we have got to see all that is so possible when we step out of our own way. And we are so excited to help you do the same. We get one life, right? So let's choose to live it authentically, aligned, and to its fullest. We are here to empower, to inspire, and to encourage you to simply take your next step today and to be so proud of yourself along the way. In this podcast, we will be sharing our real and raw moments with you and all that we have done to create the lives we love now. So let's jump straight in. Hello, how are you doing? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I am good. I'm good, thank you. I'm very excited because we have another guest with us today. We do indeed. I'm so excited to have today's guest on the show because I had the absolute pleasure of witnessing today's guest host a fantastic workshop at the TEDx Wolverhampton Women event that I went to a few weeks back and our guest today educated us on um, the different types of intelligence we have. I was completely unaware of this, and apparently we have eight. Um, and she shared with us about um, that we have body intelligence. And I was really captivated. I made notes, as I always do. Um, and I just knew after um, Rachel's workshop that she would be absolutely fantastic to have on the show. So, Rachel, welcome to the podcast. Hello, thank you for having me. I'm delighted to be here. You're so welcome. It's so great to have you here. So guys, we have Rachel Curran on the podcast today. So Rachel is a master coach. She's a facilitator and course, of course, TEDx speaker with over six years of experience. So Rachel spent the first decade of her career working with international investment banks and wealth firms based across both London and New York, and now specializes in supporting high achieving women helping them to get out of their heads so they can make clear decisions, stop people pleasing and trust their intuition and powerfully lead. Oh, how exciting to have you on the show. Boom. Here we go. <laughs> so as always, Rachel, we really, really love to kick off our guest podcasts um, so that our audience can get to know you a bit better by finding out a little bit about you. So we'd love to hear from you in terms of your journey, how you've got to where you are today. Um, and then we'll take it from there if that's okay. Mm. Sure. Amazing. So, well, I I actually started off as a dancer. So I used to be a professional dancer and that was my absolute passion. And then long story short, I ended up back in university, somehow ended up uh, in a technology-based degree. um, And I graduated out of that, um, moving to New York and working for a company there. And I did really well. You know, I excelled through the ranks. I was, you know, promoted a lot. Um, moved back to London, made lots of money, you know, traveled everywhere, had great friends, had great social life, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, on the outside, everything really looked perfect. But on the inside, 
I was really, really second guessing myself, not able to make clear decisions, really relying on other people to help me make these key choices in my life, you know, overthinking every last step or really, you know, leaving meetings and and wondering, you know, had I said the right thing? Should I have said this? And really questioning how I was operating. Um, and it, within all of this, too, I had a really, really horrible binge and restrict relationship with my body. Um, and then, you know, kind of, you know, adding on to that, um, some of my really close family members had really struggled with their mental health and that had actually really impacted me a lot. But I was kind of, you know, almost a third parent, so I didn't really realise how much it had affected me. And I was introduced to coaching and I... Um, as a client and I thought you know I love growing and I love developing and you know oh this can help me in my career amazing so I um so I, I started that and, and as I started that journey I really started to realize that a lot of the ways that I was thinking a lot of the ways that I was behaving or not behaving um you know, like the pe like I realized the extent to which I people pleased that I was overthinking that I was in perfectionism and and I could really see how much this impacted me. Um, and I'd kind of reached a stage in in my career where although I didn't enjoy the industry or the uh, you know subject area that I was focusing in on, um, I had so much movement in my life from moving between countries and I had so much movement between jobs that I, there hadn't really been enough stillness for me to realize how unhappy I was. Um, and I remember, I, I always remember I had this moment, I was standing in my kitchen and I just had, you know, one of those moments where you kind of fast forward in life. Mm -hmm. and, and I was thinking, okay, in 10 years time, if I don't do anything different, I'm going to be 40 years old. I'm going to be CRO in some bank. I'm going to be more bored, miserable and depressed. And knowing what it felt like to dance and be in my passion, I can't settle for something that feels like this. And so I kept turning the over in my head <clears throat> and I was like, okay, if not this, then what? And um, I, I, this sort of sim happened simultaneously to me discovering coaching. I thought, okay, well, what about coaching? Because I've, I've always loved helping people. I've always been really good at helping people, you know, get them up and go forwards. Um, and I lived in New York at this point um, where, you know, self-development is much more accepted in society. I would say over here, there's still a bit of embarrassment around it. <laughs> and uh, and this was way before coaching became the cool thing to do and, you know, uh, what everyone was doing, et cetera. So anyway, I, I hired my own coach and I um, threw myself into all the different training programs. I did my master's in it and all that kind of stuff. Um, started my own business on the side of my bank career. And then when I had grown it to a big enough place, it became my full time thing. And so I've worked with, you know, a full range of clients, but really who I specialize in working with, as you said, is really high achieving women that were very much in the same place as me. And they're kind of creating their own internal glass ceiling based on what's going on inside their head. Um, and the and the focus and the and the really of my work is is in incorporating, and I know we're going to go into this, so I'll keep this brief. It is the power of the body, and especially in women, how it is our superpower, and how when we learn how to reconnect to that, it really empowers us to be your most authentic self, which I know 
you guys here are really focused on. So that's a that in a nutshell, that's some of my journey. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. And what an inspirational story as well. And one I'm sure many of us, I know I can absolutely relate to the whole, you know, just so in your head. And I just used to second guess myself so much and be just so worried, so much fear around decision making. Have I made the right decision? Is this the right thing for me? And just not having that confidence Mm -hmm. in that decision making. And I love how you shared that you know, you had this moment in the kitchen where you kind of projected forward because I too did this only a couple of years ago and thought, oh my gosh, that doesn't feel good. Like Mm. I got to a point where I had plateaued in life and I knew I needed to do something different. And I also knew I wanted more, but I had this internal battle going on of what I should just be happy with what I've got. So I can really relate to that. And um, yeah, what a really, a really inspirational journey. And yeah, I'm just so excited to hear more about the work that you do in terms of the um, different types of intelligence. So yes. would you mind just if we explore that, Rachel? Is sure. that okay? Yeah. Sure, yeah. So so to start off with, there's there's really eight different forms of intelligence. And we're kind of most people aren't really aware of this when I when I bring it up as a topic. So so the AR, so logical, so real analytical thinking, linguistic, so it's your ability to use language, spatial intelligence, that's like if you're something like an architect, is, is really has got a lot of spatial intelligence, musical intelligence, that's self-explanatory, body intelligence, which I know we're going to go into today, intrapersonal intelligence, it's your ability to interact with other people, um, interpersonal experiences, your extent to which you know yourself and can uh, create a relationship with yourself, and then naturalistic intelligence, which is, you know, how you engage with nature and how you can appreciate the, the wisdom coming from that. And I think what's probably most interesting uh, especially with you know the people that are listening to this podcast and, and the ladies that I work with is what what I really see in the world is as a society we've overvalued logical intelligence you know we put a lot of emphasis on cerebral thinking and being analytical and getting things right or wrong and really being able to predict results but um, and as a result we devalued the remaining seven you know and, and the fact that most people are in shock that there's eight different ones really solidifies that and really the symptoms that we're talking about so overthinking people pleasing perfectionism procrastination these are all symptoms that you're highly disconnected from your body intelligence and spending a lot of time in your head so i i can talk about this for years so i want to give you guys the opportunity to you know ask questions and allow this to be more of a conversation but in a nutshell that's that's really um yeah where it all comes from yeah wow. that's really interesting isn't it and like you say we just can get so up in our head i was a very big people pleaser and again you know struggled with decisions i would just palm them off to my husband and leave them there <laughs> Mm -hmm. um and yeah I did not realize that there was that many different ways at all that's so interesting no so in terms of body intelligence then Rachel could you kind of expand on that in terms of like what if someone's listening going well 
I get I get from a logical perspective <laughs> what you've just kind of explained. Mm. What does what does embody intelligence mean? And if we were trying to tap into that, yeah, as a as a system of um, I don't know if I'm using yeah. the right words here, but using body intelligence rather than using the intellectual yeah. um yeah. Yeah. intelligence, yeah. Sure. Okay. So to answer that, first of all, to help explain it, so logical intelligence when we're using that part of our brain that part of our brain is designed to find problems so any question you put in there around i don't know do i want to be in a relationship with this person or not is this the career i want to be in or not um you know where do i want to go on holidays will i buy that coat or not any so anything that you land on there when you're using that part of your brain the really rational trying to make sense, I want to make the right decision type place, is, is, is always going to find a problem with whatever you land on because that part of your brain is designed to find problems. So that's why how why and how we get stuck in overthinking loops. Because no matter what you land on, when you only know how to use that part, it's going to find the problem. So to anyone listening, if you are somebody that, you know, really identifies with being in your overhead, really overthinking and questioning yourself and you experience a lot of what I just um you know explained that's a symptom that you are very much in your your logical intelligence at the moment okay now your logical intelligence speaks to you in language and it will in words and pictures and so we're used to thinking in words and pictures and, you know, society, the way we're taught in school, the way we kind of move through society really backs that up. So, you know, you're using your logical intelligence if you are thinking only in pictures and words. So does that make sense? First of all. Yes. Yeah. So in terms of pictures and words, so words like kind of our internal dialogue. Is exactly. that exactly? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Okay. Our Amazing. internal dialogue. And then, you know, when you are imagining the future mm -hmm. or imagining you know a work meeting you're going to have tomorrow and worrying about it those sort of like um movies that you play in your head okay yes. okay yeah or yeah. replay from the past yes yeah yeah yes. yeah yes. So, <laughs> relate to those <laughs> so that's so that's logical intelligence okay okay now, body intelligence is so it speaks to us in words and pictures our body intelligence speaks to us through the language of sensation. And this is an entirely different language that it uses to interact with us. And the problem is, you know, we came out of the womb fluent in it. So if you, if you ever see a baby, a baby knows what they need. They're going to express it no matter what. They're not going to, you know, hold back what they think and feel. Um, and they really act based on, oh, I'm hungry. I'm going to cry. Oh, I need to go to the bathroom. I'm going to cry. I've whipped my nappy. I'm going to cry. Um, but as we kind of, you know, move through our education system, we're sort of just taught to disconnect from that language of sensation. That sort of, it's really our intuition um, and instead move into those more logical ways of, of thinking. So what I really like to do here is um, the easiest way to, to kind of describe this would be, so if you're listening to this, if you, you know, 
what I usually ask people is, you know, like, tell me, tell me what you, what, 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 so whatever you're doing right now, doing the washing up, going for a walk, you know, listen to this podcast in bed. What, what do you feel like? What, what would you say you're feeling right now at the moment? Are you tired? Are you exhausted? Are you happy? Are you excited? So note that. And then close your eyes and take a few deep breaths and bring your attention from below your head, below your neck, into the rest of your body. And just notice, where do you notice areas of tenseness? Like where are you tense? Where is there movement? Where is there heat? Where is there maybe butterflies? Where is there, you know, hot or cold? And how how are you relating to that? So I'm really speeding this up, but you should would do this slower. You know, like how are you relating to that feeling? What emotion is inside that feeling? What does that feeling want to say? Um, and you'll learn. Oh, I'm actually feeling a lot more inside. There's a lot more information inside me that I was aware of a few minutes ago. So it's something really to bring people through in in an exercise. But um, does that answer your question? yeah so it's it's kind of this transition from like you said from head to out of your head and into your body and you spoke about it as in um it's our intuition would that say you know sometimes we say oh I've got this gut feeling is that is that yeah and that's exactly that's it it's like oh I've got this gut feeling but because and the gut feeling is the language of sensation but because you're not fluent in it you kind of don't know how to trust it or it's hard to trust it so then you you feel that gut feeling and because you don't know how to trust it, you go up into your head into that logical space and it's like, oh, mm. what do I do? But then that's just going to find a problem. So it's really creating a deeper relationship between you and your gut feeling and being fluent in what is a full yes for you and what is a full no for you? What does that feel like in your body? Even when there's fear, you know, even if it means stepping into the unknown if there's a choice you want to make you know is it maybe you're not in you're wondering if you're in the right relationship or not or are you wanting to move cities or not or are you wanting to make a change in your career and when there are steps we're going to take in our life that involve change there's often fear present with that mm-hmm. and being able to make a choice that's really authentic to us and really true to the core of who we are as a human being. It's really important that we can listen to that gut feeling and that we know the difference between sort of something that's made up and something that really is our intuition talking to us. Because that language of sensation is the language of your body, the language of your body wisdom and the language of your intuition. And your your intuition, and another point there to put in is, your logical mind is designed to keep you safe, so I keep you where you are. But your your intuition for your body intelligence is designed to help you grow. So it's going to be helping you step outside of your comfort zone. And there will be fear that comes up with taking those steps. So being fluent in the language of your intuition in taking those steps forwards is really key because it's like your anchor in the middle of you expanding into the next version of you. Oh, I love that. I love how you positioned it as getting fluent in that language as well, because that kind of lets you explore and kind of get better at it, doesn't it? And I suppose, is it kind of starting off on like 
building up that trust would you say and kind of yeah. like maybe the little things first and then kind of Absolutely. building up yeah so like a really good exercise you could do would be yeah absolutely like you do not want to start this with you know like yeah, big life do I want to be in this relationship or not you know that's going to be way <laughs> yeah. too big so a really lovely exercise that I like to give people you know when they're brand new at this is start off with kind of building up this muscle in making choices that aren't life-changing you know mm-hmm. like what you're going to have for dinner what you're going to wear today what restaurant you go to on friday type thing and let's just say you're making a decision but let's say you're deciding what to make for dinner right and let's say you're choosing between curry pizza and a burger okay so you get a piece of paper per choice and on each piece of paper so write curry on one write uh you know burger on another one and pizza on another one and then you stand in front, like physically stand. So line them up in front of you in a line, stand in front of the first option, which is curry. And in front of this option, you're going to just, you know, close your eyes, put a hand on your heart, a hand on your belly, which really helps connect you to you. And just take a few deep breaths, you know, especially if you've been working all day, running around, you're going to be very in your head. So really just take a moment to just calm down and connect to your body. And out loud, because that will help you just, and you know, you might feel crazy doing this, but again, this is, we're using something simple that isn't going to change your life to help you build up that connection. So hand on your heart, hand on your belly, taking a few deep breaths. And then you say, I'm choosing to eat, make curry for myself. You know, I'm imagining tasting the rice and the yummy tomato flavors. And then you physically step forward onto that piece of paper, drop your hands and just notice what happens in your body. Does your body lean forwards? Does your body lean backwards? Does the energy go up? Do you feel like a sinking feeling? Just notice with no expectation what happens inside your body and then step off shake it off and do the exact same for the other two choices and you will start to notice oh my god my body feels different different things happen in my body for each of these choices and a very good rule of thumb is a choice that is a true yes for you because what we're really doing here is we're learning what is a yes and what is a no so a true yes is always going to have the energy going up it's always going to feel more expansive. It's going to feel lighter. There may be when you start to use this for bigger choices, some fear that comes up immediately after it, which lets you know, oh, you're on the money. You know, you're you're taking a step outside your comfort zone. And the, the choices that are a no for you will feel more like, you know, like your tummy's sinking or your chest is sinking or you'll feel a bit more pushed down okay. or you might feel a bit dull Um or there may be some like disappointment or yeah. So, and you just, but really starting to learn what that yes and no feels like in your body is a really, really good place to begin. It's such a great... Sorry, Sorry. I suppose for so long we've gotten, especially if we use the people-pleasing example, we've got so good at saying yes or no on because of other people, not because of ourselves, haven't we? So we've really got to get to know what that yes and what that no looks and feels like, haven't we? Yeah. I want, you know, and I think, um, I know you wanted to focus on this, but is it okay if I offer a little tip on you pleasing and yes and no? Absolutely. Yes. As as someone that is a reformed people pleaser, you know, like you guys, like I was the 
poster child for this you know, <laughs> <that was> like <laughs> abandoned self to make you happy yeah. um, and people people pleasers usually know they are right mm-hmm. we usually know um and there's usually such a desire to not be able to do this but there's such an uncomfortableness around what it feels like to meet and honor our own needs first that it's quite challenging at the beginning and what I often say is set yourself a challenge for the next week two weeks and any invitation that comes your way or any request that comes your way your job is to not say yes immediately to anything, even if you know you're a yes. So that day that you receive the request, the invitation, whatever it is, you're just gonna really simply stop and you're gonna say, thank you so much for the invitation. Let me think about it and I will get back to you tomorrow. So blanket, we're not saying yes or no on the day. And then you have an opportunity to use the exercise that I just gave you to really feel into, is this a full yes for you or is this a no for you? And if it's a if it's a yes, then great, go for it. If it's a no, you don't need to offer war on peace on on why it's a no for you. Okay, like something really really simple, like thank you so much for the invitation. It sounds lots of fun. For me, it's going to be a no. Have a great time. That's all you need to say. That's all you need to say. Um, but. As you two, I'm sure, know, there is such a difference leading your life, being a full body yes to all the things that are in your life versus feeling like your whole life is someone else's to-do list and, you know, mm-hmm. you're like, I felt like my body was out on rent for other people. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's such a difference. So, um, yeah, I hope that helps. So that's kind of yeah. like combining the two. Absolutely. And from what I'm hearing, Rachel, it sounds to me that our bodies are telling us so, so much. Yeah. But we, well, unknowingly are just not listening to them or we've forgotten how to. Yeah. We've just forgotten. Yeah. And what, it, sorry, go on. Sorry, go on. I was going to say, what a wonderful thing to to know that we can maneuver from the head into the body because that yeah. is that I, I've in the past I felt so disconnected from that gut feeling and a a really good friend of mine I've always admired her ability to just go well I just know Mm. and that is she's so in tune with her body and she's like well Mm. I just get this feeling and I'm like well tell me how you do that (laughs) (laughs) how do you do that because I'm all up here and I'm like is it this is that is it this is that and that's just such a wonderful you know it fills me with excitement and I hope it fills out and I'm sure it will fill our listeners with excitement that it is accessible to all of us hmm. to move from the head into the body and get back into that intuition, get back into that inner guidance that hasn't, like you said, it hasn't left us. It came with us when we when we were born. We knew what we wanted then and we could express it then. But I suppose it's just kind of relearning that how we yeah. how we reconnect in that way through yeah. you know through um, the starting points that you've given. Yeah, it's absolutely relearning, and and also this isn't about never using your mind again. You know, there's absolutely a place for that. I'm not suggesting that, you know, you go into your next work meeting, forget about your logical mind and, you know, fuel it (laughs) only by your intuition. But it's about increasing your capacity to have access to your body intuition and know when to use it and pull from it. And when you can really use and move smoothly between your logical mind and your body intelligence, it increases your flexibility. 
and the most flexible person in the room always wins the race so if you can go into a meeting and you can be in your logical mind but you can also be drawing from your body intelligence it's going to allow you to be much be move and be flexible and and just increase your success so much more than if you're only kind of relying on this one little part mm. gosh it's like a wonderful recipe for success isn't it yeah <laughs> It, is. it really yeah. is. It really is. And it, it brings me on to something that you said um, during the workshop that obviously our body wisdom is our, it's our inner compass. Mm. Um, and you, you spoke about it. It's the feminine superpower. Yeah. Yeah. And it, because women just have very big levels of access to their intuition. And if you think about like our bodies grow other human beings, mm there's such intelligence inside our body and you know it's kind of one of the ways that I described it and I described it like this in the workshop is logical thinking is actually a very masculine trait so you know facts data um, focus driven towards the end goal it's actually a very that's the masculine superpower the feminine superpower, uh, the feminine superpower <laughs> is being empathic and intuitive and creating relationships and being really insightful and, and creativeness. And that all of those we access through our body. And it's kind of like, you know, you're a bird and you've got these wings. But instead of using the wings, you're down the ground trying to act like a rabbit. So, you know, we're trying to excel using only masculine traits. Yeah, you can walk around like the rabbit, but in order for you to excel, you've got to use your wings. And empathy and communication and, um, you know, uh, integrity all really lives within it's access through our body and it is those are the gifts and the superpowers of the feminine and for you to really flourish in any area of your life in your relationships in your careers you know with your family with your friends with your partners bringing your natural essence into the game is going to really allow you to show up as your full self mm. so it's um and, and the thing is when you learn how to navigate life using these parts of you it becomes so much more easy because then you're you're using your natural superpowers to navigate life whereas when you don't and you're only trying to operate you know like like the very logical rabbit it's like you create your own internal glass ceiling mm -hmm. so opening your ability to really use that is the thing that in my mind you know I work with lots of successful women when they learn how to use their body intelligence to navigate their life they soar it really really changes the trajectory of the key areas of their life that are important to them so yeah wow. I love that and I love the thought of us having these wings that we can access and, and it's like unlocking that potential isn't it yeah and then using the wings and soaring and seeing how much we can be and in just such a wonderful way that comes so naturally to us that we've perhaps you know forgotten yeah. how to use and that we can start using it again and it becomes like when you see these birds just soaring it doesn't look challenging does it they are just yeah. they're in gliding. flight with ease <laughs> they are gliding and like yeah. what a lovely thought that we 
as women, we have this superpower that we can just tap into and yeah, and reignite. It's um yeah, it's really yeah. exciting. Because uh, I, I once read something that the, that the nine to five day is actually built around men and how they their um you know there's their hormones twenty four or more twenty four hours where obviously mm. we're monthly, aren't we? And like that makes so much sense. That I suppose as a society over time we've just gone into this masculine and it's such a beautiful shift to go. Hang on, no, <laughs> guys, let's go this way. Let's go back to like our superpower, like you say, yeah. and bring that in because the world needs that superpower right now doesn't it? it needs that added compassion and that like intuitive mm. beauty really rather mm. than such a harsh masculine you know that we try and almost make ourselves fit into that that box don't we where it just doesn't quite feel right like I know for me like that just doesn't sit right I'm so this way but I've been fighting to go that way <laughs> mm. Mm. that's it and it's the balance isn't it I suppose sorry Rachel is it? And I think, you know, also the more you can, be, it will balance out the men. So the more you're in your healthy feminine, the more men will move into their healthy masculine. And yes. as a society, yeah, it's out of balance and we want to bring it back into balance. And I love that point you made around nine to five being, you know, working more towards men, because as women, we have, you know, we have monthly cycles if you are still menstruating. And, you know, at each stage of your cycle, you know, there's times where you're more outgoing, you know, mm -hmm. so for you guys, like that might be one of where you want to do your podcast, there's times where you're very introspective and, you know, and so if, if we were able, it would be amazing, you know, one day, if, if we were able to work in line with our cycles, rather than, you know, just working to this nine to five yeah. um, thing that maybe potentially isn't the best way to leverage our gifts yes yeah absolutely that was such an aha moment for me because I was like that makes so much sense mm. but just never seen it that way yeah. um but it makes sense that that's how it's been over time doesn't it and I suppose now it's just as kind of like you say tapping into that superpower and just bringing it back but then it kind of brings this beauty on both sides for, for men and women um to have both I love that. So the message really then today, Rachel, is that we to get out of our heads, out of this logical mind, um, to get into our bodies and use our body with and it's it's to start to notice it, isn't it? To through the examples you've given and the the advice and the kind of the starting points. And like you expressed, starting off with dinner or what yeah. to wear rather than big life decisions. Yeah. <laughs> and just starting to move back into that body. Um, and then just build on that, isn't it? And and transition. Um, but also, you know, there's a, like you said, there's a balance between the two and you know when to lean on the logical and you know when to, to lean on the body intelligence, which um, which is really, a, yeah, a really thought provoking. And I know I'm excited to start start feeling I try how I this feel. Out. Yeah. yeah. Especially for dinner, because I never know what to have for yeah. dinner. <laughs> and that's a turmoil decision yeah. every day. Every time. Um, so amazing. So thank you so much for spending time with us today, Rachel. It has absolutely been fantastic. And I know there's so much value here yes. for our listeners. Um, as always, guys, we'll pop um all of Rachel's details in the show notes so you can um explore what Rachel has to offer, ways that you can work with her also. Um, and just before we leave, Rachel, we do love to ask our guests an on-the-spot question. It's the same <laughs> question that we ask all of our guests. Um, and the question is what one piece of advice would you give to your younger self oh 
Mm. I'll, I would get follow your heart. Yes. yes. Follow follow your heart, even when it's scary. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Sound yeah. advice. Love yeah. that. Because and it is the awesome. scary option sometimes, yeah. isn't it? But it's so worth that bit of fear to get on the other mm. side. Yes. And you're and, and you're way younger than you think. Yeah. Oh, and yes. it's never too late. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh, that. that is so true, isn't it? You're yeah. so yeah. Wow. Yeah. Love that. Love it. Oh, because I think sometimes Amazing. we have to make such big decisions when we're younger as well, don't we? And like, I'm like, oh, it's never too late to just change like what yeah. we're doing and like tap yeah. more into our heart and just yeah. move our life towards our heart some more and mm. test and tweak and explore. And like you say, yeah. get more fluent in that language. Yeah. And I think, and I think at least for me, it's like, oh God, I need to make these massive decisions now that are going to, you know, determine the rest of my life and that's not the way that it goes and then you end up making the logical decisions and so yeah definitely follow your heart and have the yeah. courage to step forwards even when you're afraid amazing, amazing. love that oh. thank you so much oh oh another literally I'm like I just need to test and try this now so I'll be doing that today get my pieces of paper <laughs> amazing oh thank, thank you, you so, so much Rachel it's been an absolute pleasure and um yeah, we'll stay connected and we'll share all of your details and we will speak to you very soon. Lovely. Thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. Thank Bye. you so much. Bye, Bye. everyone. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you feel inspired to take a step forward today. And remember, be so proud of yourself when you do. We would love to hear your thoughts on the show. So please do take a moment to leave us a review and make sure you hit follow to never miss an episode. If you are ready to take this to the next level and be surrounded by women who have also chosen to lift the lid on their lives and see all that's so possible, then head over to www.theauthenticgirlsclub.com and join us today. We are the self-development community for women to transform and create a life they love now. And we cannot wait to welcome you. Sending our love today and always. Cat and Charlotte.